This is the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Bounty Hunters, we don't need that scum. A Utini Patreon exclusive featuring Star Wars news and discussion beyond the expanded universe. I have never met a Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. And now, it's time to collect those credits. As you will. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Bounty Hunt, a Eugenie Network podcast where we hunt down all of the extra content in the Star Wars universe. I'm your host, Eric Eilerson, and joining me today is a full crew of bad batchers. First off, we have uh, shot caller extraordinaire, Dr. Corey Helton. Wait, why you got to do that to me, man? What you got to do? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hello. Hello. Happy Sunday, everybody. You know? I was going to comb my hair for this, but it's Bounty Hunt, baby! <laughs> <laughs> I can look like absolute trash. You know, That's you right. Can, it's not like it's never recorded does. on the internet forever. No. Anymore. It's not. But you know who could just walk out of a literal trash can and still be beautiful? Dr. Charles Hankel. It's the hat. It's just the hat. That's why I didn't comb my hair either. It's fine. It's all right. Uh, you're also wearing a shirt that is no longer relevant, but we'll get to that later. Uh, we also... <laughs> Have master of moving his entire desk, Wes Jenkins. What's up, everybody? You everybody can has see hats on. I have. Yeah, yeah we had to we had to change it up, memo. right? So Eric has glasses. You have nothing. Charles wow. has a cap going forward. Wow. You know I what? have I'll one put, going backwards. I can put a hat on. I can put a hat on. Here, I'll put it on. Fine. I, I had to. Uh, Is I had it your to, pool hat? I had to rep my team because uh, they're doing piss poorly right now. So I, this is some. This is for some good juju uh, going on this afternoon. Well, that's all right. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I with baseball, you can lose like the first 50 games of the season and win the World Series, right? Isn't that how? <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, if you want to make a wild card. All right, Corey, All right, that is how you hat. <laughs> All right, well, Welcome this is here about talking about the hat club. Where's your hat, Eric? Where's your hat, Eric? a memo. <laughs> I'll get a hat the second I have to stop talking and carrying this show. So never. This is a weird, this is a weird thing to say. I don't think I've ever seen Eric wear a hat. I don't really? think I have either. Do you have oh, hats, either. Eric? Oh, wait, wait, hold on. Hats? Uh, here, one of y'all, tell everyone what a bounty hunt's about. I'll get If a hat. he comes back in <laughs> a visor, to, uh, I'm going to I can do it. it. I get a visor, like a color, like an accounting visor, because he works at a bank now. <laughs> all right, that sucked, all of you. All right, so here's, there it is. Got my, got my voice. Um, so Bounty Hunt is about hats. And what this one is about, we're going to talk about The Bad Batch, everyone. Season 1, Episode 5, Rampage, how this show works. We're going to briefly recap what happened on the episode. Full spoilers, just so you know. And then we're going to talk about it. We'll rate it 1 to 10. We'll chat about some stuff. We'll see if it affects anything further on in the series. Uh, and of course, all our friends in the chat. Hello, our live chat. We usually try to do these at 2 p.m. Eastern on Sundays. Uh, occasional variants. But if you want to watch us live, hang out. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. All right. So as always, we want to give a quick shout out to our very own Meg Dowell, who is writing up these recaps on UTD.com. Literally wrote it before I woke up Friday morning. So that was I couldn't have done that. Well done. I was asleep. But episode five, Rampage, starts out uh, with our bad batchers hanging out in their ship. Omega gets a comm device. She gets Crosshair's personal comm device, telling um, everyone that she's a little more part of a squad than he is now. But the group decides to head to Ord Mantell to find an old Jedi contact, Echo Nose, from the Clone Wars days, named Sid, to help identify the bounty hunter that was chasing them last episode. They crawl throughout the town, go to a little cantina, and Omega discovers the identity of Sid, a Trandoshan 
that has a job, of course, in exchange for the info they desire. They need to rescue a child called Mochi from some Zygerian slavers. We remember them from the Clone Wars season four. While trying to do so, the Bad Batch, of course, gets captured by the slavers. But Omega, who once more did not stay on the ship, she's very bad at that, breaks them out and a huge fight ensues. During that fight, we discover that Mochi is actually a baby Rancor uh, that gets involved with the fight with the slavers, a giant dinosaur thing, and the Bad Batch. Omega gets her bow from the trailer that we saw, and Wrecker and Mochi the Rancor literally fight each other to pure exhaustion. They gather up Mochi at the end of the fight and ride him back to town, where we discover <laughs> that Mochi is going back home with her new owner, none other than Bib Fortuna. And Sid tells the Bad Batch that the name of the bounty hunter going after them is Fennec Shand, who is on a personal commission and will be hunting them continuously. All right. So, fellas, let's go around. Let's give a, let's give a quick one to ten. Uh, Charles, I'll start with you. We'll go counterclockwise over the visuals. Oh, how would you rate this episode? I'm going to give this one an 8.0. Very solid. Wes, how about you? I'm going to give this one also an 8.0. All right. Corey? We Corey, unmute yourself. You. Oh, wow. wow. What a loser. And the groceries are coming <laughs> in my house. Like, what is, I understand. It's the hat. It's the hat, you know. <laughs> no. What's my rating? Is that the yeah. question? Yes. Eight, Corey. baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, you know what? I'll fit it. 8.0s across the board. Uh, I thought this was a very solid episode. I think that it was a fun one. It was, again, one of those episodes that felt very... It is Moochie. Cheryl, you're right in the chat. Moochie, not Mochi. Moochie. Uh, this felt very Clone Wars, honestly, to me. As far as, like, a, like a middle of the season, single job. Um, mm -hmm. You know? Like, how, how'd, you guys, how'd you guys feel now? We got our ratings out of the way. We all think it's an 8. Uh, any strong feelings... One way or the other, and why you gave it that rating? Well, I I think that the other episodes I've given pretty much sevens for the ones I've been here. Uh, this one I gave an eight because yes, it was like a one-off little adventure, but there were enough little cool tie-ins to things that it just bumped it up for me. So the Bib Fortuna thing was cool. There was some uh, feline, right? Prince yeah. Shiver species mm -hmm. that or was Mantel. cool. That's where like, they're from. Yeah, little stuff like that. Oh, and and I had to give it an eight because as soon as uh, what's the Trandoshan's name again? Sid. As Sid. soon as Sid started talking, I was like, dude, that is Matilda's mom. That is Matilda's right. mom. It was all I could hear. And I looked it up and it was Matilda's mom, the woman who plays Matilda's mom in the How movie. How did Matilda, you possibly recognize that? <laughs> because her voice is so distinct. And I was like, that's her. Her name's uh I think it's like Rhea Perlman. I looked it up. Wow. Anyways, oh, yeah, yeah. her name is Matilda's mom. That's the that's Rhea Perlman. Is, isn't she the bar back in Cheers? That's uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. that's who that is. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. So eight, that's why it's an 8.0, really, because there you Matilda. Go. All right. <laughs> All right. That's okay. fair. Uh, um, I want to go off of. Sorry, well, I'm going to cut you off. Blind Fates put in the chat. This is the thing I wanted to mention real fast. Uh, just the episode, again, looked incredible visually. I mean, we talked a lot about the city in the last one. Totally different planet. Totally different area. Yeah. But just the desert effects, <clears throat> the the look of the stone of just mm -hmm. uh, this this series. We're going to get used to how good it looks. And yeah. I don't want to get used to that because this is still mind-blowing. The, the, the slavers is where I noticed it because we've seen them before in the Clone Wars and they were visually much improved and different than they've ever yeah. looked. And it looked really, really good. Like that, 
Yeah. Even the lead guys, like he's got the eye and mm-hmm. it was cool, yeah. man. It was, looked, yeah. They looked uh, a lot, but they looked different with their helmets on, right? So they're, when they had their helmets oh, yeah, on, sure. it was very distinct. And I was like, oh, I didn't yeah. really notice that um, in the Clone Wars episode. Have we uh, yeah. have we seen Ord Mantell in the Clone Wars? Was he ever in the Clone Wars? Oh, I don't know the answer to that. Like, as soon as they said they were going to Ord Mantell, I was like, have we really never seen Ord Mantell? Like, I don't think uh, so. I read a synopsis of Ord Mantell on on the Wook, and I don't remember him saying anything that it actually popped yeah, up in, which the, is in the Clone Wars itself. We've heard of it obviously yeah. a ton of yeah. times for the and, for Black Sun. Right, is Black Sun, and uh, I mean Han Solo references it in Empire Strikes Back. He says right. like, you remember bounty he's like, ever since yeah. for that bounty hunter on Ord Mantell, and it's like, and it's in the Old Republic games. It's one of my favorite planets in the Old Republic games, or yeah, the MMO or whatever. Like, it's like a war torn kind of planet, and I was like. I couldn't get over that. Like the first 10 minutes of the episode, I kept thinking like, Ord Mantell, we really never seen this. this is a cool planet. I'm really happy with this. Yeah. So, yeah. It was good. Good Good it to looks, get that. It looks dope. And and I want to ask you guys one thing on, on the start. Now, obviously, Moochie is, was a very much a, 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 the star of the show for a lot of folks online. And there was one conversation that a lot of people were having that I thought we would obviously have to begin with. Because we ended with Bib Fortuna coming to get Moochie, we can, mm-hmm. a lot of people assumed, oh, it's the Rancor from Jabba's Palace. This, that's sad. Mm-hmm. We saw it now as a child, and then we see it dead. That's, that's unfortunate. And there's a couple things about that. Uh, I got these both from people on our Slack channels. Alex Damon did a thing on it. The guys at Star Wars Sessions talked about it. So I, I've, I've tried to get a couple takes on this. Um, so Moochie is the name of this Rancor. It, it's a girl, and it's young. Mm-hmm. The Rancor in Jabba's Palace, according to the look, according to everything, is named Patisa, which is the Huttese word for friend. Uh, this was named in Aftermath Life Debt. Um, Malachili's thinking back about Patisa. Um, so that was the name. It was a man, and it was that old rancor. So a couple things about this. Number one, does this even matter? Because, again, canon stuff changes a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Does it change from, oh, it changes from female to male. We're changing in the series, whatever. Or if it does... Is it also possible that it's the same Rancor they might have gotten boy or girl mixed up and Jabba just renamed it a Huttese word for Patisa mm-hmm. instead of Moochie? Because, you got you know, like Alex Damon said, you get a new pet, wouldn't you rename it? Mm-hmm. Or number three, <clears throat> is it a totally different Rancor? Because Malakili trained a couple for Jabba. What do you yeah. guys think? I mean, is this like controversial? As like, people, It's not controversial. It's more so just a conversation. Yeah. Like, yeah, what I Did mean... they decide to change it? My first gut reaction watching was like, oh, cool. It's it's Jabba's Rancor. That makes sense. But like, I mean, I don't see any reason whatsoever why Jabba couldn't have more than one Rancor. Like yeah. one. Yeah, it's not, it's and, not breaking. Yeah, it doesn't break anything. And two, there is no way that Dave Filoni overlooked the fact that Jabba's Rancor already has a name and everything. Like yeah. that's not that's not oversight. Dave Filoni doesn't do that, right? Like, I don't believe right. so. I mean, <laughs> Not so obvious like this. I mean, yeah, maybe a lightsaber the, color or something Kanan. like that. But yeah, we had the Kanan comic thing, obviously with with episode one, and mm-hmm. we and we talked about that. If you missed that, go go back in your feed. Uh, we we talked extensively about that for the pilot, and we we got to the point where we we didn't really mind it too much. We got what people were frustrated, but ultimately the story is the story. So, you know, um, ooh, Alex makes in a good question in the chat, and he said. Did anyone else think the Rancor Keeper, Mel Keeley from Return of the Jedi, was one of the prisoners in this episode? Possibly. Mm-hmm. Never thought about it myself. There was, but, there was that, that one overweight gentleman that was there, and he was <laughs> super. 
<laughs> and he was very tired when they were when they finished running up the hill and he had his oh, hands man. on his knees. Yeah. He was just breathing. And yeah, I was the like, white guy, huh. the random white guy. That could have yeah. been him. Maybe it was. It Mal yeah. Keely. Malakili. Yeah, that's funny. I did that. Charles, what do you think? You look like you got something on the tip of your tongue. No, I mean, I was just thinking about what you said. Maybe they got mixed up boy, girl, Rancor, which like who in the world is going to go try to check a Rancor's gender? It's hard. Malakili. When a veterinarian <laughs> tries to do that for a dog, you know what I mean? Uh, you ever seen a vet try to take a dog's temperature? Listen, try to check a Rancor's uh, genitalia. If you're trying to figure out I feel like there are certain things on a Rancor that would be undeniably prominent. Maybe if they we were male or female maybe. at the we, risk of getting our know. video taken down. <laughs> maybe, we don't know, maybe, but... maybe Rancor got little bitty dongs. I don't know anything about, okay. about all Rancor. Right. Well, all right. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm sorry. I took it there. The, <laughs> I don't, I don't really care. I I'm in the same boat as Corey. And that when I was watching, I was like, Oh yeah, that must be Jabba's Rancor. Um, that is kind of sad that it, it's like befriending Omega. And then we know that ultimately it gets killed, but you know, uh, Either way, it doesn't it really gonna, matter. It was gonna to kill. Me. It was gonna kill Luke. What choice did he have? I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's ultimately the point that I basically the reason I wanted to bring it up was for folks that that watch us and listen to our stuff know that we 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 kind of go by the rules that if there's a way it can make sense in our head, we'll go there. We're not. We never look for plot holes. We never look for stuff. And if they override a thing like that, it doesn't change the Bad Batch show. It doesn't change Return of the Jedi. Uh, so. Just to note it, if that's something that you like, because we're a bunch of nerds that like to know the names of rancors, great. <laughs> uh, but don't let that detract from joy. Let it make sure it adds to something. Uh, maybe, I, I, maybe maybe this is part of a grand conspiracy by Dave Filoni, right? Because go, everybody go. hero worships him on the internet. Maybe he's like, you know what? We need to calm this down a little bit. Let me piss a whole bunch of people off. <laughs> and then, they'll, then they'll stop trying to make me head of Lucasfilm. Maybe that's, That'd be that's great. what needs to happen. Dave, Dave, that rancor already has a name. No. I don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Delete email. I don't care. No, what was his name? What was his name in Return of the Jedi then? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we got to use. Uh, I was wanted to ask you guys uh, on that similar note before we move on to another part. Uh, seeing Ben Fortuna at the end. How did, because we, we've seen him yeah, at the great. end of Mandalorian as like mm -hmm. big honking. I ate three other Bib Fortunas, <laughs> Bib Fortuna. Um, well, seeing him, seeing him in, in the beginning, right? So when they, he came up in the hologram yeah. when he was talking to Sid, I knew it was right. him. I, yeah, I saw right. I saw the head tails kind of over his shoulder <laughs> a little bit, but then I was sure. like, that's not that's not a that's not a a Twi'lek accent like we saw in the Clone Wars or we actually saw in Rebels too. <laughs> then I was like, wait a second, that sounds like Huddies. That sounds that's got to be Bib. <laughs> One of the most quotable characters from Return They're of the so, Jedi. Which is be ridiculous. Honest. Every single time I watch Return of the Jedi, I cannot watch it without saying Dewana Wanga. I say it every so single gross. time. Jabba I love it. Notorious <laughs> B.I.B. We love we love Bib Fortuna here. Yeah, I can't Great. wait for Fat Bib Fortuna. <laughs> Book of Boba Fett. God, I hope Boba Fett kills him. I hope we get to see he it. Did. Like a, Oh he yeah, that's right. Did. He does in the tra yeah. in the beginning. He yeah. did. He's, he's I hope his body dead. is just in that room the whole season, just festering just in the corner. Why? Maybe but well, maybe they eat him. Maybe. So aside from cannibalizing Vib Fortuna, back to the Bad Batch for a hot second. Bounty hunt. <laughs> uh, I want to ask you guys about uh, a line in this episode I thought really interesting. 
because uh, Echo, when they talk about the Zagarian slavers, Echo is like, well, the Republic outlawed slavery, you know? And then they said, well, this isn't the Republic. But I thought that was really cool because as we talked in the last few episodes, we're really seeing the pretty quick shift from Republic to Empire. Yeah. And wh- what did you guys think about that here on Ord Mantell specifically, which we know is like a crime planet, <laughs> but it seems like they're still even getting a little looser with stuff. You yeah, know? I mean, the uh, <laughs> I can't help but wonder if the recurring theme of the show is that Omega doesn't know shit about shit. <laughs> it is? <laughs> she doesn't know anything about anything. It's just like, I don't know. Schools it's, it's on really, Camino kind of suck. I apparently, it's like, I mean, she's clearly like some hyper... I don't. I, I originally I kind of thought she was this like hyper intelligent clone that's like been trained and knows all this stuff. But like, is yeah. she a doctor? Because it kind of implied that she was a doctor. <laughs> she was but very. She, she was very intelligent because she was. Yes, like, but she doesn't know Sid, anything right? about the Wait, state of the galaxy. That's yeah. just, I don't know. She can it's adapt funny, man. pretty well, you know. Yeah. And I find it interesting that Echo was the one that to to question that because he was the one that was like shut away for a while, obviously, like mm-hmm. as 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 the the human computer to be fair though to be fair this is just like different days same crap because there were zygerian slavers during the republic in the clone wars like we saw that like right there was for sure slaves during the republic guys have you heard of anakin skywalker like i mean (laughs) yeah yeah we we learned i think in the queen's uh series like queen shadow queen's peril that like yes there were laws against slavery but like everybody knows there's for sure still slaves everywhere so yeah Yeah. i mean like it it didn't really jump out at me because i was just like He's a well-traveled clone. I'm pretty sure he w- would have seen slavery even within the Republic. That is that is a good point because there's probably not like there's not slavery in the core worlds, at least in the in the light of day, right? Right. But you yeah. go to the right level on Coruscant and things like that, which I think is also just a great, maybe one of the more Lucas-esque uh, things because Lucas has always been very blunt about Star Wars being an allegory for the world and for yeah. a lot of you know things like that. Like there's always. There's always things somewhere. And if you are wealthy or well off, you don't have to deal with it or think about it. But if you go to the outer rim worlds, you go more places, you kind of have to, to reckon with that. And I mean, come on, who doesn't love seeing a bunch of slavers get their ass kicked? Like that's, yeah, sure. that's constantly going to be great. So, yeah. Just to point out, these are the these are the same slavers from the Clone Wars that were the, the queen or the, the head yeah. fell in love with Anakin, correct? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yep. And Ahsoka had to be a slave for a couple episodes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. The cat yep. people. <clears throat> cat, the cat people. people. How, about cat the, people. <laughs> how about the head cat person that was like straight up Le Chiffre from uh, Casino Royale? I was waiting for him to like cry a, a tear of blood oh out of his gosh, eye. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like, with the eye. Oh, nice. What a what great movie. What an excellent reference. Yeah. The, the, creature, the creature was a really great addition, too. What's mm. the, the thing he was riding? I have no idea what that alien's called. Oh, oh the, yeah. It's like a it's like Called a variant a of the Zillow Beast, is it not? Like a flying yeah, the variant mouth of the looks Zillow very Beast. Very similar. Yeah, 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 it does look very similar. It looks it's just flying lizards. It's based off those flying lizards. You know what I'm talking about that can glide, the gliding yep. lizards. I don't yep. know. They're in nature documentaries. The chat tells those are. Called. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're using we don't know what the aliens call, we don't know what the real life lizard is called. Like we you know, the recurring th- theme of bounty hunt is that we don't know shit about shit. All right, so here we go. <laughs> But yeah, this thing was awesome. Was using his like tail to like yeah. fight the Rancor was really cool. Like it was great. Yeah, it was kind of because we had the we had the clones fighting the Zygerians, and we had the monsters fighting each other, but also the Bad Batch then fighting the Rancor. And I, I got I loved just the comedic beat at the end of Wrecker and Mushi, just like that was great. Uh, <laughs> it was great. That was good. I love um, that. It's almost like a a callback to twelfth round 
heavyweight boxing championship yeah. fights. And they're just <laughs> yeah. like, dude, just Don one of us smooching. sit down. At this point, we're just leaving it to the judges. Like, let's just put yeah. it on the show. All right. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, man, respect. I'll ride. But we talked a lot about the Clone Wars here. And it's funny because I actually thought of another Star Wars show watching this, which is this felt straight up like a Mandalorian episode, like where Mando goes into a town, mm-hmm. needs something like, all right, but you got to do a job. And he's like, OK, does it brings back the thing. And then they said, mm-hmm. all right, here's your next clue on your mission. Like this was almost the most one to one. Don't you yeah. think of like versus Mandalorian yeah. structure? So this was this was the one of the reasons why I, I gave it an eight. Um, because in a good way, because this set up kind of the next, I'm probably the next good number of episodes because now they have to do jobs for a yeah. money and for Alliance or friends. So yeah. they have to like build up, build up that, uh, that credit or build up that those relationships. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. was the start, right? This was like mm-hmm. the, when Sid said, Hey, you either need money, you need friends. And then he's like, Oh, well then I'll get back to you. But yeah. do you th- do you think it's gonna be through Sid? Do you think Sid's gonna be like a constant character now? They're gonna like go back for missions. I don't know. We've been saying we've been saying this whole time. We have no idea where the heck this show is going, and we are mm-hmm. what episode is this? Five, <laughs> five episodes in. Uh, and yeah, I think, I think so. I think Sid's coming back. There was an interesting thing if you look in the background while she's having a conversation. I think maybe it was with uh Bib Fortuna. There's a clone helmet, like an earlier yeah. phase clone yeah, helmet up on the wall. Really? That was rad. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like she's going to be a recurring element, and I think she's going to eventually turn over the Bad Batch to yeah. uh, Tarkin. Because at the mm-hmm. very end, right, she was like, hey, your secret's safe with me. Yeah. yeah and Hunter's like, like, for sure. sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting. That's a because, lie. <laughs> yeah. I am a bad guy. Uh, <laughs> But I also like that she gave because now we, of course, as the audience knew Fennec Shand, we we'd mm-hmm. seen it. But now the Bad Batch had to figure out her name some way, which guarantees that she'll be back. But she also said, I, I believe specifically that Fennec Shand is on like a direct commission contract. This isn't like a public bounty, it doesn't seem. Which I also found interesting because I think we we talked last time that we still think there's a couple people that it could be that hired could be the Kaminoans, could be Tarkin, you know. We'll kind of see. You know, did they the, did they not call Phoenix Shan a uh, an Imperial like in the Mandalorian? I thought they called her an Imperial. Is she like did? Oh, in Mando? Mm. Yeah, I think I thought so. Am I Whoa, making that I up? I that. thought I thought they acted like she was like a like a yeah, she was a bounty hunter, but she like worked for the Empire a lot. I don't know. I'm gonna look this up. Maybe. Okay. Sure. Sounds right. <laughs> I don't. Uh, but but overall, what you guys think about? Like ending that way to like you know, kind of again reinforce Fennec's presence, mm-hmm. reinforce that they're on the run. Do you, what do you think they're going to do with that information going forward for for a little bit of speculation? Like, what? How does that help them? I don't know because like the they didn't really get any new information. They were like, hey, we have this person chasing us. Oh wait, I know a bounty hunter when I see one. It's like okay, hey, now she's a bounty hunter, but does that make a difference if somebody's just running after and trying to kill you? Yeah. And then the She's working off of yeah. She's working off of commission only, direct commission. So that means like she's desperately trying to kill you, and she doesn't like get paid or doesn't eat or doesn't any of that Mm -hmm. because unless you get turned in. So there's no like salary plus commission, right? There is you die and I get paid. That's it. She's got to renegotiate that contract. I think it's got (laughs) to. Can I ask for more, Fennec? I'm just saying. She's getting the league minimum right there. 
I wonder what? I wonder if we might find something out though, because remember, obviously Fennec Shen ultimately becomes it kind of a protagonist, like someone we're supposed to root for. I wonder mm-hmm. if we might ever learn that she's doing this for some reason that is more relatable or makes us I don't know, pity her in some way. Like she's not just straight up evil, wants yeah. to kill everybody, right? Like she's forced into this lifestyle somehow, you know. Yeah. Except for clearly those cops on uh Pantora just shot right <laughs> to the heart. Like so, some people gotta yeah, die. And she's you gotta die, play. you gotta die. Yes. <laughs> it's like John yeah. Bon Jovi, right? Okay. That's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't I could I couldn't find anything specifically about Empire, but to, she was just a bounty hunter that worked like big in okay. the early days of the Empire. Maybe it was referenced. I, I really thought it was, but oh well. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know what this means. Like I mean, I don't understand really why they're trying to find out who she is so badly either like they're obviously on the run from like the Kaminoans and mm-hmm. the empire and everybody right like why is it so surprising that there's a bounty hunter looking for them maybe just because it's omega specifically that's kind of yeah. weird then they maybe like ask yeah. someone about mm-hmm. like now they have a name like hey they go to another contact hey do you know about fennec shand like and stuff like that but but it is it oh dale put up a good point in the chat there was a white mandalorian helmet like boba's concept art um in her office as well i missed that but this is kind of stuff I love about these episodes is that, you know, this is a pretty straight up episode, but just living in this world and seeing these little like touches they put in the background is just, again, it's not a thing I, I think we could have conceived of two years ago yeah. that we would just get mm-hmm. like, yeah. Oh, a Star Wars TV show. Oh yeah. I just get to or, go to Ord Mantel for 20 minutes. Like what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. It's great. And yeah. Now she has, <laughs> now she has her bow, right? So she picked yep. up that bow. I'd, I kind of noticed it last night, and then I watched it again this morning. I was like, okay, so that's how she got the bow. But how long does that energy last on that bow? Does she have to go back and pick up, like, energy essence? Can we we assume that it only stuns as well? Because I guess you're not allowed to have, I don't know, there's got to be some legality about having children shoot people and kill them, I suppose, in TV shows. But, like... (laughs) Yeah, we'll I'm, see. I'm, I'm pretty disappointed by it. I, I want to. I want to see folks like Ezra and Omega just like kill the bad people. guys that are trying to murder them. Like it's fine. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe the bow has to be like if there's like a U- USB C that it can plug into the to the ship. <laughs> there you go. It can charge. <laughs> like That'd be tes- helpful. A Tesla charging station I'm at local sure grocery store. Figure something. Out. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, no. Echo just be like, hold on. All right, yeah. he's, like, he's like tired for an hour or two afterwards. He's like, Oh my god, that'd be brilliant. Let me relax. But overall, I think this was, I think that's why we all seem to like this episode is that it's you know, it added a couple things. We got another name, we got we got some rancor fun. We saw a planet that we haven't seen before but know a lot about. Mm-hmm. We saw some familiar species, we got a new weapon. Like, it's just it's just a nice, fun, continuous episode. And I think that yeah. the guys at Star Wars session said something interesting. Uh, about this, where they're like, you know, not every episode has to just light the world on fire. It can just oh, be yeah. a really good, solid episode. I think the Bad Batch is really doing that nicely, and I think mm-hmm. once it's all done, it's really going to be a fun one to be like, oh, I'm doing some work. I'll throw on a, oh yeah, that that Rampage episode of Bad Batch. Like, mm-hmm. this will be a great show just to have. Yeah, and we'll have it forever. Agreed. S- something strange that happened at the end. Did you hear Sid say Punch and Rudy? Like, hey, how about you, Punch and Rudy, come in here and talk to me at the end and he was no. talking he was oh. talking to uh he was he was talking to rambo <laughs> like so punch no. and judy is like punch and judy is a is like an old time tv show i think or uh-huh. a movie or something 
And she said, hey, Punch and Rudy, come in here and we'll talk about what the, in the, the credits. World? No, no, no. That's the weirdest she, thing. She said dark and broody. That's what she said. Are you sure? I'm I'm damn near positive. Okay. That just sounds more like it. <laughs> However, Wes, to be clear, I like your thing better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, I very... hope I hope that that was it. Oh, I'm okay. Go one back more... and look at the synopsis. I'm pretty That's sure it's hilarious. dark. Oh, yeah, the the headaches thing. Man, they are yeah, building yeah, on that back. big time. Yeah, Cheryl in the chat threw that up. I meant to bring that up earlier. Yeah, yeah okay, that headaches. is, this is going to be really bad. They wouldn't be building up this hard, I, dude, I don't feel like. Order 66 is going to happen again. Dude, I know. Freaking Wrecker is going to turn and try to kill them all. Maybe that's going to be a recurring theme of the show. It's like. Um, Hunter will be the last one to turn, and then finally, he he turns on Omega. But like he can feel himself turning, so he like he makes her handcuff him to a radiator before he oh, does it. Man, <laughs> zombie life. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Because as uh, as Dale says in the chat, Tech is still making that scanner. Like mm -hmm. we're still working on that to find the chip. So they, they know the chips have we, are there. Have we seen it since the last time we saw it? By definition, no. The yeah. last time we saw it is the last shut, time we saw shut it. Shut up. You know what I meant. <laughs> Not, no, we haven't. But I think it's definitely got to be coming around. I mean, we're we're almost, we're 16 episodes for the season. So we're about a third of the way through. So we still got plenty of time. But record does seem like now once an episode pretty con consistently, he's mentioning it. And you can only ride that line for so long before he has a moment. To be yes. fair, you know? he has about a million reasons to have a headache. Uh, he was punched in the face by a Rancor like, 12 times at least many times. Episode. Yeah. But I, I obviously agree. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> playing up his, his chip. His chip. Yeah. I still think that my, my one theory I'll put on, cause y'all know how I hate to theorize. I still think that the episode when they find Rex is going to be the episode where a record are there turns. Cause Rex knows what the chips are. And like, they, I think that's going to be how they figure out how to get them out mm. for good. Um, but, but we'll yeah. see. Thanks for bringing that up guys. We all, yeah, we all, yeah. we almost missed that one. So I'm, I'm really, uh, Really excited and scared to see what happens with that because Wrecker's uncle energy is so warm now. And I, th I really hope that they let that turn into something really scary to kind of yeah. just dramatically see what that does to the characters. Yes, she does say dark and broody. I pulled it up over here. With All the right, subtitles. dark and broody with the subtitles. All right. All right, Punch sorry. and Rudy is better. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking during the episode. Sorry. You're, you're, the references <laughs> that you have, Wes, are just like so many layers deep. It's so impressive. Tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that, any uh, any final notes on on Rampage from you guys before we uh, let the good folks in the chat enjoy the rest of their Sunday? I never noticed that the Rancor's nose is on top of the eyes. Me neither. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah. What the Use hell? But the nose is right on top of the eyes on the forehead. So I never noticed that. And like when I watch Return of the Jedi, pretty but adorable. Could have wow. been. Uh, yeah, you're right. Could have been the CGI. It's uh, awful. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta say, I hate it. <laughs> your snot runs into your eyeballs, you know. I also thought it was nose. pretty funny that Jeez. Omega was riding, riding Moochie when they yeah. came back. That was, was great. Like, yeah, no big deal. She's, it's just she's. I want that short list of characters of oh, people you know they're who making have ridden it. rancors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's absolutely true. We got some higher public, and if you've not been reading the higher public comic lately, we had some some pretty epic Gamorians riding rancors in issue five, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Rancors are great mounts. I mean, starting from the Bane trilogy on, phenomenal. One of the <laughs> coolest moments in all of Legends. All right, folks. Well, on on that note, take your rest of your Sunday. Find your own Rancor. Have a ride. Have some fun. And we'll see you next time because that'll do it for this week's episode of Bounty Hunt. 
keep your eyes peeled for our next set when we'll be diving into episode six of that bad batch next weekend a special thank you goes out to Cheryl Bell, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Elizabeth Coutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C, and Sally and Chris Eilerson, and our Alliance High Command for their amazing support of everything we do. Go ahead, keep telling us all your thoughts about that bad batch in our Discord community at utnia.com slash Discord. Over a thousand members strong. Be sure to use those spoiler tags. And be sure to follow our main show on Twitter at LivingForcePod, where tomorrow night we'll be talking about Star Wars Burnout and how to avoid it. Be sure to follow us all individually about our latest thoughts about all things Star Wars at Eric Eilerson, at DocStarWarsMD, at C. Hankel, and at Boss West. Until next time, may the Force be with you. You've been listening to the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Yeah? Good. To learn more about other Utini Patreon exclusives, visit utini.com.